We are reading from the Old Testament and the New Testament today. The translation I'm using is the New Revised Standard Version. First reading is Isaiah chapter 11, verses 1 to 5. A shoot shall come out from the stump of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. The Spirit of the Lord shall rest on him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. His delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge by what his eyes see or decide by what his ears hear. But with righteousness he shall judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. He shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips he shall kill the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt around his waist and faithfulness the belt around his loins. Next is the New Testament reading, Luke chapter 4, verses 16 to 19. When he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day, as was his custom. He stood up to read, and the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was given to him. He unrolled the scroll and found the place where it was written. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed go free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Good morning. Last Sunday, Kurodia Sensei said something that KUC ministers love the Holy Spirit. Well, in a way, that is true. I have no problems with the Holy Spirit as the Holy Spirit is a part of the Trinity, which I preached on before. But to tell the truth, I think of myself not having good insight or acknowledgement of the Holy Spirit. One reason for that comes from my Christian background, which did not have a strong emphasis on the Holy Spirit or spiritual ex experiences. And also, I studied theology at the School of Theology, Kwansei Gakuin University, which is not quite the same as the seminary. It was a part of university, an academic institution, and its learning focused on intellectual learning and rational explanation, even on the Christian faith. Some of my fellow students were somehow disappointed with the nature of the study and the way of the study course and moved to another more spiritual training seminary. Yes, the Holy Spirit is one fundamental persona of our God, and it works among us to actualize our daily life based on the faith. In the Old Testament story, the work of Spirit 
repeatedly mentioned. In the creation story, just before God created the whole world, the Spirit of God was hovering over the water. Genesis chapter 1, verse 2. And God breathed into Adam's nostrils the breath of life. Genesis chapter 2, chapter 2, verse 7. In Hebrew word, for breath is the same as spirit. And many prophets received the spirit from God, and with it they prophesied. In Hebrew language, Nabi is a word for the prophets, and it means to utter words in the unusual condition possessed by the spirits. The prophets were thought to have divine communication with God, and they could transmit words they acquired in these ecstatic and over-exciting experiences. King Saul was seen as one of these prophets, and it is said in the first book of Samuel, as the Spirit of God came powerfully upon him. Is Saul also among the prophets? First Samuel, chapter 10, verses 10 following. The activities of the Holy Spirit are common among the Old Testament people. At the same time, there are other Old Testament prophets who had quite different ways of their prophecy, called Ro'e. Ro'e is a Hebrew term signifying to watch, to observe, or to see carefully. A big contrast to that of Nabi, Ro'es are more rational, static, and close to the actual station of the people's life. Prophet Isaiah may have had both sides of these characters. When he was called to be a prophet, he witnessed the real presence of God himself and was overwhelmed to find Isaiah's own great sinfulness. Then an angel came down to him with firing charcoal to touch his lips to forgive his great sins. Isaiah chapter 6. Isaiah had known God's omnipotent, unlimited power to govern this world, and he proclaimed the words of God to the people. One time, Isaiah encountered the king of Judea, Ahaz, Ahaz, to criticize his political decision, which was ignored by King Ahaz, and predicted the coming of the real ideal king as Emmanuel, Isaiah chapter 7, who should be a wonderful counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting father, the prince of peace. So said in Isaiah chapter 9. At the same time, he has been carefully observing his society, which produced serious oppressions and discriminations against the poor and the weak. His image of the king was the one 
Jot was to overcome stubborn enemies to defeat them, and who also would provide safety and peace to all people, including the, the oppressed and suffering. That is why, chapter 11, Isaiah speaks about the ideal king, that is Messiah, his mission to this world, which we heard this morning. This section is very familiar to many Christians and you. It is annually read at Christmas services. Jesse was a father of King David. And according to St. Matthew's genealogy, Matthew chapter 1, Jesus was a descendant of him. The Messiah, which prophet Isaiah expected, was an idealistic ruler to the society in the spirit of the Lord, with righteousness and justice. With justice, he will give decision for the poor people of the earth. Isaiah, chapter 11, verse 4. And Jesus himself read the remarkable text of Isaiah at the synagogue, meeting place for the Jew, Jewish, Jewish people, which says, The Spirit of the Lord is on me, because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. Luke, chapter 4, verse 11. This text is also taken from the book of Isaiah, chapter 61, verse 2. And after he read this section, Jesus said, Today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. Luke, chapter 4, verse 20. Jesus' mission was certainly in line with the messages of Isaiah guided by the Spirit of God that had been fixed on the blessing and welfare of the people in distress and need. Reading today's scripture text, I can recall one Japanese novel written by Shusaku Endo. Some of you may have read his best-known work titled The Silence. Shusak was a Catholic Christian baptized at Shukugawa Catholic Church in Nishinomiya, and many of his novels have a common theme on the meaning of Christian faith to the Japanese people. My favorite Shusak's works are Obakasan, The Wonderful Fool, so it is translated into English, and Watashiga Steta Onna, The Girl I Left Behind. In the latter work, the heroine, the central figure, is a very ordinary, common girl named Mitsu. And the story is about her life. She was not so attractive and popular among their friends, and was, was just living her everyday hard life. One day, she met a young boy and had a personal fantasy about him. On Christmas time, she planned to send him a gift and tried to knit him a sweater. On the very day of their dating, she was ready with a knit sweater for him 
and went out. However, on the way to him, unexpectedly, she saw a poor woman, totally unknown, holding a baby in her bosom, bosom wearing no overcoat in that cold Christmas season. At first, Mitchan paid no attention to her and tried to pass by. But suddenly, something had happened to her. She thought she heard some voice in her heart saying, Are you okay to ignore her? And she stuck. She couldn't go further, stood still to wonder what to do next. Her boyfriend was waiting for the Christmas celebration with her, and she had long planned how to make that day memorable, and, and her neat sweater was just for it. But Mitchan saw and met this poor woman, shivering in the cold with her baby. Are you okay with this? At last, Michan turned back to that woman, handed her gift, and ran away. She couldn't help passing by after all. What happened at that time to Michan? And why I record this story for today's sermon? I can see the activity of the Spirit of the Lord in this Mitchan's action. At that very moment, Mitchan's top priority was to meet her boyfriend to give that gift. But she met that woman who has no relationship, no relationship to her at all, and someone forced to Michan to care for her. Not for her own good or own sake, but just do something to help the woman's situation. Michan unexpectedly, rather unwillingly or involuntarily, followed the guidance of the spirit to do something good or best at that moment. Did you see? At KMC Sunday worship, we confess the Apostolic Creed, saying, We believe in the Holy Spirit, and I do also. And the Holy Spirit works not to meet our own plan, rather, only to fulfill God's purpose. With this Spirit, we just become the tool for his will. Yes, the Holy Spirit is real and acting, acting through us. We are just as God's instrument. I would like to finish my psalm with my favorite prayer song, and it goes like this. Spirit of the living God, for afresh on me. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. Melt me, mold me, fill me 
use me. Spirit of the living God for oppression me. Spirit of the living God for afresh on me. Spirit of the living God for afresh on me. Melt me, mold me, fill me, use me, Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. Ah.